Hi there, and welcome to Baseball by Design. I am SportsLogos.net Minor League Baseball correspondent Paul Caputo, broadcasting as never before from Nat Bailey Stadium in Vancouver, Canada, as part of the Baseball Palooza road trip. This is going to be a very special episode of Baseball Palooza. My friends and I will be taking you through the glory that is the tradition of the Baseball Palooza road trip. First up is my friend Jeremy, who has been on the podcast before and who co-founded Baseball Palooza with me in 2014 on our California League, Southern California trip. Jeremy, look where we are. This is a day to look back, but also to reflect, and most of all, to just be grateful for us, Paul. You and me. For us. Because we built this. This is a majestic trip every year. It's a great tradition. I'm so happy to be here. And this is our first in-game interview. Our first in-game interview. We had friends fly in from four time zones to be here. We flew into Seattle. All of our flights landed within an hour and a half of one another. We drove to Canada. That was a little bit treacherous at times. Turns out the van that we rented doesn't have license plates. Customs had questions about that. Who knew? Who knew? That was an interesting discovery for us. But listen. As you mentioned, we built this. This is something that you and I did in 2014, four teams in four days. And here we are, nine years later, doing it again, this time with nine guys. It's become a tradition. What does Baseball Palooza mean to you over the course of the year? It's got to be my favorite trip of the year. I mean, it's not just like the camaraderie, just great to see everybody again, but just the exploration of different regions in the states our first international game tonight is so exciting crossing the border definitely gave me a little twinge of excitement you know and i'm so happy we brought the boys over the mississippi for the first time there's i know the states are a little more spread apart it's a little more time in the van but all the more time for trivia and razzing there's a lot of trivia a lot of razzing uh it was an absolute blast driving up here and it was a blast for us out who live out west to not have to fly quite so far. So it was great to get the guys out here. I'm going to be talking to each guy about uh, you know one special part of this tradition that is unique to them. You have been doing for as long as I can remember. You have had us find a Dairy Queen, and every year you buy Dairy Queen for the gang. And uh, what what? How come you do that? What started that tradition of buying everyone Dairy Queen? There's two reasons. The first is I live uh, nowhere close to a Dairy Queen in Santa Monica, the closest one is Burbank, so I need to have a chocolate malt now and then. And the second reason is that I don't have kids, I have dogs, and they don't appreciate it when I take them to Dairy Queen. So I have all you guys as grown-ass middle-aged men as my Dairy Queen kids. So it's my pleasure. All right. So Jeremy, you and your special lady friend, Alex, took a trip to Japan where you saw uh, at least one baseball game, and you tried to see others. Oh, that's a good pickup. Wow. Ooh. It raises the question. First of all, what did you think of baseball in Japan, just as an experience? It's a fantastic experience. Yeah, we did actually book two games, one really like as a safety. We wanted to see two games, and we wanted to see it outside, so we risked not seeing it at the Tokyo Dome, and we went outside to see the Yokult Swallows. It did get rained out, the first one. So luckily on the way back through Tokyo, we saw the the second game. I had been to one other game before, 2015, when I went. And I got to tell you, like, the experience of watching a game is as, if not more exciting than minor or major league baseball, but just culturally flipped entirely on its head as a fan experience. You have certain times where you are expected to cheer, no exact songs for each player and moment in the game. There's not a quiet moment. 
but there's also respect. Like, you only cheer when your team's up, pretty much. Oh. There's reserve section for the away fans to cheer when their team is up. It's incredible. <laughs> that is pretty cool. And uh, you guys were very kind to uh, get me an ice cream helmet from the Swallows, and that's incredible. That is a special place in the collection. The reason I ask this is this year we uh, you know, are in Canada for the very first time on Baseball Palooza. We're coming up on the 10th anniversary of our very first Baseball Palooza that you and I just did by ourselves. And uh, my question for you is, what do you think the potential is for Baseball Palooza to go international? Could we do a, uh, a Japan, an Australia, uh, 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 or a Puerto Rican Winter League, something like that? What do you think? How incredible is that? Well, we've proven that these nine guys have passports and, <laughs> and remembered to bring them. That is uh, pretty incredible. I think anything's possible. We absolutely should go to Japan for four days and four games. How amazing would that be? Jeremy, I got a couple of rapid-fire questions for you here. What is your favorite ballpark that we visited on a uh, baseball palooza trip? This may shock you, but I think it's still Bakersfield. <laughs> Bakersfield was amazing. The the, the now defunct Bakersfield Blaze. Can you remember a particular stop that we had? A meal, a brewery, something on one of our trips that really stands out for you? Man, I think the Carolinas barbecue stop. Oh man, oh, that was really that good. That was probably my favorite meal. We've had a good food in every region we've gone to, honestly. Absolutely. That's the best. And then what about a favorite logo from one of the teams that we visited? It's no question, man. Still the Portland Sea Dogs. Ah, oh, the Portland Sea Dogs, such a good one. Oh, that's a hit. That's a dollar for somebody. Jeremy, Woo! we built this. Oh, no. <laughs> that's not an extra dollar. That's not, no, no, no. That's a, that's a hit. That's a single and an error. Jeremy, thanks for building this with me. You're the best. You're the best, Paul. Thank you. All right, it is still day one. It's the eighth inning of game one. We're here in Vancouver still. I'm speaking with Steve. Steve's lasting contribution to the Baseball Palooza road trip is the establishing of the Google Doc. This Google Doc has been used year after year after year. Steve, that was a real innovation in the Baseball Palooza road trip. Yeah, I think it started out because we had like eight or nine guys coming in from different parts of the country and we just needed a way to track like when everybody was coming into the airport and uh, just keeping track of all the logistics, uh, just something that everybody could kind of log into and, 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 and see. And so it was, it started that way and it's kind of evolved and, and morphed into kind of a historical record of all of our trips. We have our, we have our group photos from every single baseball palooza in there. We've got all of the, you know, we've got all the scores of the games that we've gone to. You are also, you're the, the you're the documentarian, you're the parliamentarian for the the dollar game. Uh, we'll we'll talk with uh, Scott later on about exactly what the dollar game is. But but how did it, you know, you established the Google Doc, and then you're also responsible for tracking, you know, who gets which guy in the lineup for the for the dollar game. How did you become like the documentarian for the group? I don't really know, to be honest. <laughs> Just my, uh, I guess, I have an interest in keeping things organized and, and using technology to kind of make things easier for us. So it's kind of evolved that way. That's, uh, we, that's the sort of innovation that we need for Baseball Palooza. I think everyone could, could use that for uh, planning their road trips here. Uh, speaking of planning road trips, you have the responsibility year after year after year. And this is one of these things where just like, We've all started doing certain things and they just sort of like become our job. One of the things that you do every year, extremely important, it's a big responsibility, 
is you reserve our hotel rooms for us. That's right. What's your philosophy in reserving the hotel rooms? What are you looking for? Uh, first priority is always trying to find something that's close to the ballpark that yeah. we're going to be at. Uh, it's, it's nice just to check into the hotel and walk over to the park if possible. Uh, it's not always possible, so the next priority would be finding something that's uh, kind of within walking distance of some cool places to go after the game, like some, some restaurants, bars, uh, things to see. Absolutely. How, by, by the way, speaking of the dollar game, how are you doing so far tonight uh, here in uh, Canada? Um, I'm about even. Okay. Which, All right. That's pretty good. I'm I'm down right now yeah, for there, the night. There's usually a few that are up big, a few that are down big, and then a bunch of us are just kind of floating in the middle. It's always a spectacle, though. People love to watch it. So we'll, <laughs> we'll talk to Scott about the rules. Of we the, we had somebody ask earlier what we were doing, so we're you know trying to spread the gospel into <laughs> Canada and. Uh, you know, anywhere we go, we try to let people know. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So every year we have, you know, anywhere between eight and ten guys on this trip. You are one of a, a handful who have been on every one of the baseball paloozas. You've got a perfect record so far uh, of attendance. What has been your favorite ballpark that we have visited? Uh, that's a tough one, but I'd say one of my favorites was Durham. Yeah. Um, it was just a really nice area. The hotel was right outside the park. There was a nice, uh, I mean, the park was beautiful itself. It was kind of a classic stadium. And then the nightlife was right outside the park, too. So it was all just, you know, encompassed in one small area, which made everything really easy. That was, yeah, Durham is a great one. I think that would actually be my pick if I were answering this question. What is a, uh, a spot that we've visited, a non-baseball spot that we have visited, uh, or a non-ballpark spot non -ballpark. that we've seen that, that you have really enjoyed over the years? Uh, I mean, I'd have to say the, the Negro League Museum oh, in yeah. Kansas City was definitely a highlight. Yeah. Um, it was just really, really awesome to see all that history and, and also got to meet uh, the president, Bob uh, Kendrick. Bob Kendrick. Yeah. Uh, so that was, that was really special. Yeah. Yeah, that was, uh, that was a signature moment for sure. And then finally, what is your favorite logo of the ballparks that we, or of the teams that we've seen? That's another tough one, but... I think I have to say the Nashville Sounds. Oh yeah, I had a bought a hat there and I kind of wore it out. <laughs> so uh, it's kind of holds a special place in my heart. <laughs> awesome, Steve, one of the central figures of the baseball palooza. We still got three days left. We got tonight left. What a day! Day one of baseball palooza is such a great time. Thank you very much, Steve. Yeah, my pleasure. Welcome back, everyone. It's day two of baseball palooza. I'm in the back of the van right now with Scott, and uh, Scott is a stalwart of Baseball Palooza, has been on a bunch of these trips. Class of what? Class of uh, 97 at University of Richmond? I am in the class of 97. A lot of us went to college together. A lot of us, you know, were like on the same intramural basketball teams and whatnot. Scott, I wanted to talk to you because, uh, you know, you, you've been on so many of these trips and the dollar game. We talk a lot about the dollar game. Could you just, for the for the sake of the listener who has never played the dollar game at a baseball game with their friends, can you explain what the rules are of the dollar game? Uh, certainly. Uh, yeah, the dollar game is great. It's a great way to keep us engaged in the game. You know, pretty much every batter matters. Uh, so how it works is we start off usually on the van ride in. Uh, we'll have a randomizer on someone's phone where each, each participant, uh, each member of the trip gets assigned a player on each team. So for example, I may get the fourth batter on the away team and the sixth batter on the home team. 
Uh, so everyone have usually this or, this year it worked great. We have nine guys, so the whole batting order is covered. Uh, if we have for short, you know, so we'll skip over a player. But you know, we all get assigned a player on each team, uh, and then during the game, you know, how, how your player does determines on how much money you're going to make, or you know, how much money you may lose if if your guys don't do well. Uh, so uh, first, if your guy gets a base hit, single, you get a dollar from everyone. A double, two dollars. Triple, three dollars, and home run, four dollars. So, you know, it, with nine of us, and you hit a home run, you get four dollars from eight other guys. It's a nice little thirty-two dollar uh, windfall just from a home run. Uh, conversely, if you guys, you know, go dreaded over four each, and everyone else is racking up hits, you know, you could you could end up end the night down quite a bit. What was the what was the range last night? We figured it out where we had like the 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 best the best performance was uh, Dave. I believe it was a plus thirty seven dollars. Thirty Dave made thirty seven dollars, and then uh, and then uh, Jeremy, his guys nearly went over. He only got one hit. He was and down. He down twenty three dollars. Twenty three. So the range was minus twenty three to to plus thirty seven. How'd you do last night? Uh, I ended up down five dollars. Down five. I was up four dollars. I made four dollars last night playing. So one of my favorite things about the dollar game is the. Uh, when you have, you know, just the the reaction of the other fans who are near us, uh, it's always something of a of a spectacle. Can you can you uh, can you describe what that is? Yeah, it's funny. I think a lot of people think we're actually gambling. Uh, <laughs> they see money pass, being passed back and forth, but you know, a lot a lot of people. Even last night, the the guys behind us asked us what was going on. It looked like a lot of fun, and explained them how it works. And you know, it, it definitely gets a lot of uh, you know, a lot of fanfare from all, from all the other fans. A, a lot of interest in what we're doing. And once we explain it to them, they think it's a great idea, and it's, it results in a lot of a lot, a lot of high fiving, a lot of jumping around, even for a, a routine base hit. You know, where a lot of the fans are like, well, "What's going on? They're losing, losing ten nothing." It's you know, <laughs> happened in Greenville. You know, ninth inning, it's ten to one game. Guy gets a base hit for the opposing team. We're jumping around, and everyone's like, "What's going on?" It's ten to one. <laughs> yeah, the dollar game's a blast. It's uh, one of my favorite things about being here uh, on this trip. The van ride, though, is another thing that I, yeah, I'm a huge fan of. Is uh, just like being in the van. We are on what we think might be the longest ride uh, ever. We're on the way from Vancouver to Pasco, Washington, uh, for the Tri City Dust Devils. Now, what do we? Do, what do you do in the van, like while we're t- to entertain uh, ourselves here while we're uh, on route from game to game? Um, yeah, we we find find time find ways to, to pass the time. Uh, you know, even this trip, we got tri- uh, Jeremy throwing out some really good trivia, you know, sports trivia questions. Yeah. You know, a lot, of, a lot of talk about sports, a lot of talk, you know, catching up on, on family, you know, stuff going on. You know, a lot of us don't see each other, you know, except for usually just, just one time, you know, each year. So it's a lot of catching up. You know, we, you know, eventually, you know, later on the trip, we'll talk about, you know, what we're going to do next year. Oh, yeah. You know, throw out different uh, ideas, different parts of the country we want to see. Yeah. Um, you know, just a lot of, you know, a lot of com- camaraderie, just kind of, you know, passing the time and, I know we got Jeremy and Zim who uh, take up the back of the van, and uh, they are both conked out behind us right now. They are, but they they love it. They you know they hold down the fort in the back, and then you know we usually actually also have three or four phones going with the navigation. Everyone's trying to find (laughs) the best route, trying to see how much longer we have, and uh, you know it helps sometimes too when you're looking for you know a way around traffic like we had to do today. Oh yeah, some good input from everyone. Interesting adventure driving through Seattle. All right, you ready for some rapid fire questions here? Baseball pool is a rapid fire. Uh, sure. What is your favorite ballpark that we've visited on, on, on any of these trips? Um, 
I, I'm going to go a little off the grid here. My, my favorite, I think, is Asheville. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, I just kind of like the way it was up in, in up in the mountains, some cool stuff to do around there. I know we hit the Sierra Nevada Brewery. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess a little bit personally for me on that one, that's the one my brother came to. Oh, yeah. Uh, so it was good, good to introduce him to the to the group, you know, in, introduce him to the dollar game. I know he really enjoyed that. Uh, I know he tried to roll in with his Holy Cities hat to try to <laughs> trick you, and uh, <laughs> yeah, you you knew all about it, and you know, he he, uh, he got a big kick out of that. And was really impressed with that. I think that's the one we also had the really seedy hotel, so that kind of added some. We had an assy hotel for that one, <laughs> and that was uh, that was also famous in the dollar game because there was like 12 runs scored in the first like two or three innings. And yes, the, yes, the money my, was flying. Yes, I remember my brother was like, "What did I just get myself into?" Because <laughs> there was money flying all over the place. What about what's your favorite uh, non-game site that we visited? Um, probably the Louisville Slugger. Uh, museum. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. A lot yeah. of you know baseball history in there. With, you know some, you know used bats, and you know you got to you know hold hold some of the bats that were used by, you know famous baseball players, and yeah. and even just learning how the bats are made. You know you don't realize how much of a what goes into that process and how that even you know even just started as a company. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. Um, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of really good stuff on that. You know, yeah. like to even the art. You know, the Muhammad Ali Museum was cool. And, oh yeah. Yeah. Um, Studio Simon with Dan Simon. Yes, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah, that that you know, seeing all the logos and meeting him and yeah, um, yeah, that was a uh, uh, great you know a lot of great memories from that that trip. Uh, what about your as last one? What what is your favorite logo of any of the teams that we've seen? I like the Louisville Bats. Oh yeah, uh, I, I brought home hats for my kids from that one and. Uh, I, I think that's a that's a pretty cool logo, um, uh, but I mean almost all of them are are, are really good. Um, there's a, a lot of great. Ones. I'm actually looking forward to. I think I'm gonna get some stuff from the Hillsborough Hops. It's tomorrow, day three. Uh, I think that's you know obviously as a as a beer lover, I think that one's got some uh, you know meaning to it, and uh, the, the logos are great. Honestly, that's kind of one of the best parts of the you know getting a, getting the helmet Sundays. I always bring home the. Uh, the helmet cups, you know, yeah. you know, for our collection. I know my wife's can make me throw some out soon, but Come on. I'm, I'm gonna fight against that. <laughs> but, uh, I'm gonna have hopefully four new ones to collect. Uh, the people in Vancouver were very nice to me yesterday, giving me a free one. Uh, wasn't really in the mood for some ice cream, but uh, doesn't hurt yeah, to ask. Doesn't hurt to ask, and yeah. they kindly gave me one. So uh, all right. Well, we got a couple hours to go here to Pasco, and we got the Tri City Dust Devils tonight. Scott, thanks very much. Yeah, thank you. We are here in Pasco, Washington. I'm with John. It's game two of Baseball Palooza. We're not quite halfway through the trip. I've not started getting sad about the end of the trip yet. But yeah, here we are in Pasco, Washington, watching the Tri-Cities Dust Devils taking on the Everett Aqua Sox. John, you drove about half the way today from uh, Vancouver. I did. I took the uh, the second leg of that one. It was actually quite lovely to drive through all the mountains and the the pass through the Cascades. It was, uh, it's a beautiful scene out here. One of the reasons we drove as far as we did today, uh, instead of driving half the distance to go to the Seattle Mariners, we drove six hours uh, between you and me, we were the two drivers. We drove six hours to come to a minor league baseball game on the Eastern part of the state. You were one of the, the leading advocates for, this should be minor league baseball on this trip and minor league baseball only, no major league baseball. First of all, we'll start with that. No Major League Baseball. How come? I, it's my pro- look. Anybody can go to a Major League Baseball game pretty much at any time. The charm of the charm of baseball is when you get to go to the minor league games and be sitting close to the field, 
having the mid-inning kind of uh, promotions, things like that. And then you get to see the young players, the prospects that are coming up through the organizations. That's the fun, that's the fun of it. It's definitely part of the fun of this trip for us. This in particular, we were supposed to be hanging out with Eric the Peanut Guy. He's on the IL, but his lovely wife Karina met us. The team has rolled out the red carpet for us in spite of the fact that Eric the Peanut Guy is not here. But total like amazing and minor league baseball atmosphere here. What do you, you know, what are your impressions so far? Whoa, that ball was coming right at us. Uh, what are your impressions so far of uh, the Tri-Cities Dust Devils? The 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 actual promote or the the stadium, the experience is really great. It's a beautiful stadium. It's beautiful scenery. Um, it's a nice, like, comfy, intimate stadium. It's actually one of the quietest, quietest ones we've ever been in. Um, the fans are watching politely, um, and it's it's just it's fun watching the game. Yeah, absolutely. Now we we talked about no major league games. No major league games. But no, we we uh, we have been to one over the many years. We've been to one independent professional game. That was the Chicago Dogs, a game that was famously. Interrupted at exactly 9 o'clock p.m. for a Pink Floyd laser show. We we try to stick uh, to the to the affiliated teams. You're also an advocate for that. What are you thinking there? Well, I like to I like to see the prospects, right? And, yeah. and usually, if you're watching the major league games, you've, they've already made it. If you're watching the independent leagues, it's rare that those will ever make it to the major league. So I like watching the young players that may have a chance of making it to the majors. We've seen a number over the course of the years. Um, in the dollar game, I've had Nico <laughs> Horner, I've had Christian Pache, both of whom made the majors, yeah. at least. Um, Nick Solak is another one I've had that made the majors. Um, we saw, I think, Manny Margot. I think we've seen Yandy Diaz. I think we've seen a number of major leaguers, and that's part of the fun of going back and seeing all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I agree with that. That's, uh, you know, there's a certain charm to independent ball. And I, I, you know what? I lied. We've seen another uh, independent game. We saw the Kansas City Monarchs. That's true. Yeah. Now, and that but, was historical. That was. That was very cool to see. Now, listen, the other thing about, uh, you know, this, this trip is all of our many traditions. And so I wanted to talk to you about outside of the, the baseball itself, we have some other activities that we participate in on this road trip. What, uh, what are the ones that, that feature prominently for you? What do you like to make sure we get done on this road trip? Well, I, we should start at the beginning, which is the first tradition is that the day after Baseball Palooza, when Sad Paul <laughs> tries to sort of solve and, and, and drown his depression with sending out like map quest picks <laughs> of possible routes for the next Baseball Palooza a year from, from now. Um, and then we get the updates over the course of the year of when the various minor league teams release their schedules. Oh, yeah. And there's only one person in the world that has like a, a reminder on his on his phone for minor league schedule releases, and that is Paul. So that's a tradition. Yeah, um, yeah. And then we get the countdown to Baseball Palooza that starts yeah. about six months out. Yeah. And that's from Paul. Yeah. Um, but on the trip itself, um, we always got to hit a mini golf because... Oh. There's no ball. Um, we always got to hit a mini golf because yeah. you have to have competition. Which here. you frequently have won, by the I, way. You frequent. I, I am an occasional winner. All right. Um, there's some. It's a tradition that Rob plays like crap every time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's that's one we always got to hit. We almost always. If, if there's ever a casino anywhere in the neighboring states or that state, we try and hit a casino every yeah. time. Um, and then some kind of like game or activity, bowling. Oh, yeah. whatever shuffleboard whatever we can find to compete in last night it was 
Steve taking down the reigning uh, hoop shot champion of Gastown in Vancouver. <laughs> so wherever we can find competition. Steve represented us well there. Yeah, absolutely. All right, John, rapid fire. It's time for rapid oh, fire. Yeah, let's go. Okay. Uh, what's been your uh, favorite ballpark so far on any of our uh, baseball palooza trips? It was it was already said. Nashville is Nashville is my favorite. I don't think anyone has said Nashville I yet. Oh, okay. All right. Steve said Durham. I think Nashville yeah. is my favorite. Yeah, yeah. Nashville was a great one. That's that's a really good choice. This is. Whoa. And we have a minor league promotion going on. There are a lot of people. There are running thousand children on the field. Oh my God. All right. What about? Here's one I haven't done yet. What has been your favorite meal that we have had during Baseball Palooza? There, there are several, um, but favorite top one is also in Nashville, Hattie B's Hot Chicken. Oh, yeah. Was, hand, was really, really ridiculously good. We've had a couple breakfasts that have been tremendous. Wichita, Cedar Rapids, Louisville. Yeah. Um, we've had Sierra Nevada Brewery in, in Asheville was great. And some random kind of brew pub on the way to something in Iowa. Uh, we stopped and had lunch, and it was really, really good. And Dame's Chicken and Waffles. Dame's Chicken and Waffles in Durham. Yeah, that's a that's a great one. Where we ran into Grant Hill, former Duke basketball star, star Grant Hill. All right, last question. What has been your favorite logo uh, of any of the teams that we've seen? I've thought about this one. I have two-part answer. Nashville, again, I'm being super unoriginal. I like the... I don't need animate objects made animate with eyeballs and hands and things like that. It's just right. not mine. All right. So I like the kind of simple classic logos. Yeah. And Nashville's got a great one. The second part is I've act I actually really like the Northwest Arkansas Naturals oh, yeah. gear. They had yeah. great gear. The trouble is almost all of it, including all the women's clothing, has the nice script naturals written across the chest right and i found it difficult to bring myself <laughs> to purchase a shirt for my wife that just said naturals across the chest even though what it might, might have been truth in advertising i wasn't certain she was going to wear that so is, i did find the one that had the n with the logo on top that is very funny john langwa co-driver on the trip captain co-captain captain john thanks again It is day three of Baseball Palooza. We are here at the uh, Hillsborough Hops game. They are playing as Los Soñadores. We saw history tonight, Mike. We saw the unveiling of a new mascot. Yeah. Is that on your bucket list? Well, I didn't know that it was on my bucket list, but it was uh, something I've never seen before. So I guess it's been checked you got off. First. The mascot for Los Soñadores, the Copa de la Diversión mascot brand for the Hillsborough Hops. It's day three. We've done a fair amount of driving so far on this trip, and one of the things we know about you, Zim, on this trip is you love the back of the van. Tell me what it is you love so much about the back of the van. Stress-free. You just get to hang out, relax, kick back, and stare out the window, or fall asleep, or heckle as the mood strikes you. Yeah, yeah. You, uh, you were famously surprised one time as we were driving, and we crossed... We crossed into South Carolina on one of our baseball palooza trips, and you were startled uh, because you didn't realize we were actually going to be in, in South Carolina. Look, it's not my fault North and South Carolina both have, like, Greenville, Greensboro, Green something. Yeah, And yep. it's not my fault I didn't know which state we were going to be in. You told me we were going to North Carolina for baseball palooza, and the next thing I know, 
It was a sign for South Carolina. That is not my fault. <laughs> you you are definitely the person who does the least amount of planning, I think, for this. <laughs> Typically, you will wake up on the morning of ba- Baseball Palooza and your calendar tells you to go to the airport. No. Usually, like, the day or two before, my wife starts asking me about 100 questions that I don't know the answers to. And I ask you for the information to send to her, and then she tells me. I just send her the Google Doc, and she, well, she accesses the Google Doc. It's, it's fantastic. It works for her. I still have no idea what we're doing. You and I have been taking baseball road trips a long time. We were college roommates our junior and senior year of college. That was 1993-94 and 94-95. You and I have been hanging out watching baseball a long time. There was a couple of times we were at Richmond. We just drove to Philadelphia to see a game at Veterans Stadium. Didn't we we go to one that got, like, rained out? A Kurt Schilling start that got rained out? We did. It was, like, rain-shortened. We went for, like, five innings, and then it was was rain-shortened. And we just turned around and went back to to Richmond. Now, anyone who uh, follows me on social media will know that you are the person who uh, does not smile in group photos. You... You are the non-smiler. What's your objection to group photos? Well, anybody who follows me on social media will know I'm not on social media. There is no following you on social media. And so I think the genesis was that uh, there was a time where you were a very active poster on social media, and I wasn't entirely embracing the notion of being on social media in any way, shape, or form. And so I was uh, protesting in silence. All right. And now it is just, you know, you can't you can't stop. I'm committed to it. So now it's you gotta, tradition. You gotta stay. Absolutely. Yeah, it's gotta be there. Yeah. And in fact, this week, uh, you've already hidden. You're in the photo in Vancouver, but you were hiding when we... Well, uh, in fairness, you were told about that, <laughs> and you opted not to uh, investigate. It's true. You so said, that is <laughs> You said, look at that picture. All right, uh, Mike, I've got some rapid-fire questions for you regarding uh, Baseball Palooza here. What's uh, what's your favorite ballpark that we've been to on Baseball Palooza? Uh, the Durham was pretty good. Yeah, that was pretty pretty cool. Like the whole area was pretty good. Uh, I like that one. All right, I'll, I'll go with that. All right, partly because I can remember it. Is there a uh, a non? All right, we'll talk over it here. We'll talk a little louder. What about uh, what about a favorite non ballpark experience during Baseball Palooza? Uh, when we rolled Rob up in a carpet, we beat him with a bat. We did. We'll hear from Rob later on in this episode. I don't know that that was Baseball Palooza, but that did happen at the University. City of Richmond. Uh, okay, so my favorite the, the, the that were open You know what was pretty fun? Was that? Was the, uh, the duck pin bowl. That was really fun. Just something different, and it was active. Because we do a lot of sitting on this yeah. trip. And yeah. so it was a little more active. You were moving around a little bit. We were competing. Yeah. And so that was, uh, I like that. Yeah. That was good. Do you have, okay, last question. Do you have a favorite, uh, like, item of clothing that you've gotten? A, uh, a cap, a T-shirt, you know, something you've gotten at a team store that you uh, wear the most? Um, the only thing I consistently wear is I have a, uh, a Durham Bulls hat that yeah. I wear. And that's pretty much, I actually have it in the hotel right now. I just didn't think we were going to be in that much sun right now, and so I didn't bring it. All right, that's a good hat. You got the orange Durham Bulls I got Durham an Bulls orange hat. Durham Bulls hat, yeah. yeah. All good. Yeah. All right. Zim, Baseball Palooza Game 3. Let's enjoy the ball game. Baseball Palooza, year X. <laughs> year X. All right, well, we're still here in Hillsboro. It's Los Soñadores tonight. It's the uh, Copa de la Diversión. 
You're uh, married to a Puerto Rican woman, so she would uh, she would probably really be enjoying this. Yeah, actually, uh, when I pulled up to the stadium and saw that it was uh, uh, Latinos uh, night, I, uh, I actually took a picture of the Puerto Rican flag uh, hanging outside with a lot of the Latin American flags, and I sent it to her. So yeah, she thought that was really cool. That is, well, it is very cool. Uh, Ron, we have been trying to get you on Baseball Palooza forever. It took us a few years. This is your first Baseball Palooza. What do you think so far? Uh, so far, it's, uh, it's I'll be honest, it's everything I had hoped and thought it might be. Um, I know for years I had been flattered uh, by the offer. Um, it's just always been at a weird time of the year for me because it's late August and I have so much going on with school and sports and coaching. Uh, but this year the cards fell in place uh, and I was able to come and so far it's been it's been a dream. It's been awesome. So uh, as you said, you know we've been you know we've known you for a long time. We've been trying to get you to come on this trip. You said you had expectations that this has lived up to the expectations. What were your expectations? I guess number one, I, I don't I guess I didn't realize it was literally four games in four days and yeah. four parks. Uh, this one being international in three states. I mean that was cool. I guess I'd always seen it, always heard about it. I mean, I've sometimes been on the text chain while you guys are doing it. Uh, I didn't imagine it would be, it, it just, it's felt so good. It's felt nice. It's felt comfortable. I feel like uh, it's what I had hoped in terms of seeing new places, seeing new stadiums, uh, being introduced to new games. Uh, that part to me has been cool. I mean, I've always loved uh, being a little bit of a flaneur and being able to just travel about and see things and experience things. This has all the things I like. Food, beer, entertainment, <laughs> sports, uh, Band of Brothers camaraderie. So for me, this has been, it's been awesome. It really is. You know, it's, uh, I, I look forward to it every year and it's like, sometimes, you know, guys, on, they can't make it every single year and I'm always like, I'm so sad when they can't be here. And so, you know, for you to be experiencing this for the first time, for me to be able to maybe see this through your eyes a little bit, has brought, you know, kind of a new life to this trip for me as well. So what are the things that uh, that you consider highlights of the trip so far? This is your third game. This is your third baseball third game. game. Yeah, highlights. Um, seeing the countryside, driving yeah. across, right? I have loved just staring out the van window and seeing the scenery and seeing... America and like whoa whoa that was smoke was coming us. right at us whoa <laughs> uh, yeah sorry just had a ball smoked right towards us but the net stopped it um, I've always been a fan of travel sports uh, when my wife and I met that's a hobby of ours was going to baseball stadiums I'm uh, sorry football stadiums and taking in any random football game no matter what like we've gone to Arizona to see them play Dallas or Arizona to see them play Green Bay we've gone to Tennessee to see them play Baltimore and Baltimore to see them play Tennessee. We just like that. So it has a little bit of that in, in, in this trip uh, that I expected. Also, like I said, it's been comfortable. The van's been comfortable. The hotels have been comfortable. It's it's been it's been fun. Probably the only discomfort we've had is trying to get through customs in a van that has no tags. <laughs> that is its uh, its own story for sure. What has been your experience prior to this with minor league baseball? Uh, just sock system, really. Uh, I've been to, you know, all go, 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 Son of a... Yeah, so that was my guy. I've just lost or did not make more money. Anyways. The dollar game has not gone well for you. It's true. No. If you wanted to go through my, like, top three things that have not worked out, 
Uh, one was uh, with the touchdown bar. I regretted not getting the wings. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. That, but, you know, I've made up for it since. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the dollar game, I'm a rookie, and I feel like I've been fleeced and treated like a rookie. <laughs> I've only paid out money. I haven't made any. So yeah, I, that's a I problem actually in the question dollar if game. this game is real. Um, <laughs> but, um, no, you said highlights are of my, uh, my yeah. experience with the minor leagues. Yeah. Uh, so all the Sox level system teams, I've seen the spinners, I've seen uh, the Wu Sox, I've seen... Um, uh, the Sea Dogs. I've seen all of the Red Sox teams, and I've yeah. always enjoyed that. Especially like I went to Maine a couple of years ago, and I saw guys who are now playing for the Sox, and it just has a special place in my heart to have seen them in like Double A, and then to see them now. Like Christian Tristan Castis was called up this year, and that was excellent. Okay, a little bit of rapid fire, a little baseball palooza rapid fire here. Since this is your first baseball palooza, you've only been to three ballparks on baseball palooza, but you do have prior minor league baseball experience. I will ask you, what is your favorite minor league baseball stadium, baseball palooza or, or otherwise? Ooh, uh, so last night was awesome. Uh, yeah. We saw the uh, Dust up dust Devils. The Tri-Cities Dust Tri-Cities Devils, yeah. Dust Devils. Uh, the Vista was just so cool. Like, yeah. the scenery guys behind the stadium, seeing the mountains, the field, the soccer field. That was so cool. I enjoyed staring out into the field. Um, Other than that, um, there have been some really great minor league stadiums uh, built in the last couple of years. So the Hartford Yard Goats, um, I used to go to them a lot when I lived in West Hartford for a couple of years. Uh, was the first time I'd take my son to baseball games. Yeah. Some of the first games he saw from he was like two, three years old. Um, so I, that's like a memory of mine is like my son, taking my son uh, to the Yard Goats, beautiful stadium, great prices, and just the family entertainment value of it. That is, uh, the, the Hartford Yard Goats is a, a bucket lister for me. I've never been. I would love to get there. It's wonderful. How about on this trip? What's been your favorite non-baseball activity? Uh, so we played, uh, not me, uh, we played uh, mini golf uh, today. Oh, yeah. And uh, funny enough, I'm usually pretty good at mini golf. Like, <laughs> I dominate my friends and my family. Yeah. They know that. So when I texted my wife to say, hey, we played mini golf today, she assumed, oh, you must have done well. Yeah. No, I came in ninth. And, um, <laughs> so then for her to hear I came in ninth, she goes, oh, my gosh, those guys must be all great. So that made me feel a little better. That not yeah. that I, it's not that I sucked. She just thought, wow, Jeez. those guys must be really good at mini golf to beat my husband. <laughs> <laughs> all right, last one. What's your favorite minor league baseball logo? Oh, wow. Um, see, because, it's because I grew up with the Portland Sea Dog. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's one that's always resonated with me. Um, Bull Durham, I, I, yeah. I, I have a jersey of it. My, yeah. my son played Little League, and they, they use the minor league teams. Uh, so that's one I've been familiar with and I enjoy. I will say this. On this trip, I really loved the Canadian. The, oh, the yeah. Mountie. I thought that was oh, so that's cool. A hit. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, no. Oh, That's, that's Perlman's guy, right? Yeah, so I just lost more money. That's yeah, that's, I, uh, we both did. And, and to the guy who I think is rigging this, by the way. But yeah. That's a podcast story for another time. But. <laughs> uh, you know, the Portland Sea Dogs, the Durham Bulls, both classic baseball logos. Absolutely great choices. Ron, we're so glad you're a part of Baseball Palooza this year. Uh, you know, you've already said that you're hoping to come back. I hope that you are regular now on Baseball Palooza. 
Thanks for talking to me for the podcast. Hey, I appreciate it, and I really mean this sincerely. So appreciate you inviting me over the years. So glad I got to come this year and experience it. Uh, I fully expect to make all my money back tomorrow in the dollar game and make this just a trifecta of enjoyment. And I've gotten over the wing, so this is all a bonus. This trip has been amazing. Tomorrow we'll be at the Tacoma Rainiers. We'll see you then, podcast friends. It's day four, the fourth and final day of Baseball Palooza. We are here in Tacoma, Washington, watching the AAA Tacoma Rainiers take on the Las Vegas Aviators. The first three innings of the game have taken roughly six hours. It's not a fast-paced game, but Dave, hello, Baseball Palooza. How's it going for you? Hey, Paul. It's going good. This Baseball Palooza road trip, some might say that the precursor to the uh, Baseball Palooza road trip might have been born of an epic 1994 road trip that we took over spring break, spring break yep. back in the day uh, when we were at college at the University of Richmond. We drove overnight from Richmond down to Florida. We went down the East Coast, up the West Coast. We took your vehicle. What was it? The fat truck? An Isuzu Rodeo. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we just went to a different game every day for over the course of uh, six days, and then we drove back to school and continued with our semester. How does this compare to that? It's about the same. It's a bunch of guys packed in a vehicle, driving, watching some baseball, eating fast food. It's about the same. More brew pubs now than... Uh, yes, yes. Than McDonald's and Wendy's is what was had back in the day, for sure. What inspired that spring training trip that we took? The one where we almost saw Michael Jordan bat. We did. Your audience probably doesn't know, but you're a big Phillies fan. So we went down to Clearwater to watch some Phillies uh, spring training. Clearwater. Yep. And then uh, we, we did have the, uh, the plan of trying to see uh, Michael Jordan when he thought that he could transition from basketball to baseball. Yeah. He tried. Yeah, he tried. Yeah. Didn't work out so well for him. Now, in our old age, though, you you and uh, Mike, who we spoke to yesterday, we three are the uh, the 50 plus crowd on this crew here. We are, yeah. In our old age now, what do you what does the baseball palooza trip mean to you here as we wrap up on day four, the final day of the road trip? Well, I'm sort of a latecomer to baseball palooza. I missed the first couple of years, but I've made the uh, the past three or four years. It's just a good way to get together with uh, friends, drive around for a long weekend for four or five days. Uh, you're together 24-7, having some fun, reliving some memories, watching some baseball, enjoying some fresh air, drinking some beer, maybe eating some peanuts. And some Cracker Jack. And some Cracker Jack, yeah. Right? Yeah. All right. It's Baseball Blues a Rapid Fire. What's your favorite ballpark we've been to? I'd say the Columbus Park from last year would be one of the uh, tops. It had a really... Uh, Neat structure out there in the outfield, a little bar up there in the third floor, outdoor yeah. patio type thing, so that's one of my favorites. Jeremy the, uh, just won $2 from us, by the way. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. I like the uh, Hillsborough Stadium last night, too. The yeah. uh, field itself was a little astroturfy, but uh, the stadium design I thought was pretty cool for a high A club. All right, your favorite non-baseball activity on any baseball blues or road trip so far? Oh, uh, it's got to be the mini golfs. All the mini golfs. All, all the mini golfs. Yep. You uh, pivot away from baseball, turn it into golf. Find something to uh, wager on between uh, who's going to hit it in the water, who's going to hit it off the uh, sidewalk into the bushes. Buck here, buck there. It's a, it's good a lot time. going on. There's yeah. a lot of money that changes hand it, over the it course. It sure is. Mini golf uh, is another uh, avenue for for gambling on you, this trip. Yep. You. Uh, 
find ways to split into teams and uh, wager on the group, and then you uh, wager on the individual, and of course you get bragging rights and a whopping four dollars to show for your uh, your hard effort. So yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, Big time financial gains for sure. All right, last question. What's your favorite logo of any uh, team that we've seen on any baseball palooza? I got to go with the hops. I'm uh, a big fan of the uh, Dan Simon design last night with the uh, the hops. Picked up a hat, picked up a t-shirt, so digging it. You're wearing the dad hat right now. Am, All right, Dave, we're going to hang out. We're going to watch the, uh, the end of this game. Hopefully it'll be over before like 9 o'clock tonight when everyone has to fly out. Yeah, first inning was a little strong with all the hits, and we got uh, Ron off the schneid. He uh, was having a couple of days of uh, bad luck with the dollar game, but came out strong with the home run in the first. Listeners of this podcast, of this episode, will know that Ron Ron was hurting during the, the dollar game and, and has since. He, he had a double and a home run in the first inning of this game and is, uh, is, has bounced back impressively. <laughs> Perlman. Yes. It's a little bit bittersweet right now. I know. It's, it's late in the game in Tacoma. Game four out of four of Baseball Palooza. Yes. This is a sad time. I start getting sad about halfway through Baseball Palooza because it's, uh, you know, the, it, the beginning, it's the beginning of the end. Yes. Here we are at the end of the end. Yes. How's this trip been for you? How's it compared to others? It's been pretty good. I, I always wanted to come out this way. I'd never been to uh, Portland. I'd never been to... I mean, I've been to Seattle, but not this. I'd never been to Vancouver, and uh, coming out this way, you know, we had it marked down for a while as a potential destination for the trip. So it was good to finally get out here and see some parks and experience a different part of the country. So we got to see Multnomah Falls. That was pretty. We cool. did. That we, was great. We got to drive along the Columbia River. Yes, beautiful scenery, beautiful country. Absolutely, the Pacific Northwest has been great. You and I are no strangers to a baseball road trip. I was just talking to Dave uh, earlier in this game yes. about uh, a, a spring training road trip we took in college. You and I have known each other since 1993. Yes. My junior year of college, your freshman year of college. Yes. We took a road trip in 2000 that we refer to as Pimpology. Well, I, you know, I, don't, I don't know that we can use that nomenclature anymore, but yeah. Yeah. Pimpology 2000. In 2000, June of 2000. We were at our friend Scott's bachelor party in Atlantic City. We left Atlantic City. We had printed out some MapQuest directions. I know. And uh, we drove clear across country over the course of 40 hours. You, me, Steve, and Jeremy, all guys who are here right now on Baseball Palooza. So this was a... That was something of a precursor. We drove clear across country. We saw a game in uh, in Phoenix. We went to the Grand Canyon. We went to Las Vegas. We went to Zion National Park. We saw the Colorado Rockies for my first time. Yes, my first ever right. visit. My now home ballpark of uh, the Rockies. Exactly. That was a, a crazy road trip. And, it, and spent, Cincinnati, too. Cincinnati. We saw the Reds. That's right. That's right in their old ballpark. And, uh, yeah, we had a great time on that trip. But how... How does that, you know, that road trip inform, that was a quick ending just now. It was. How does that road trip inform, uh, you know, this baseball palooza? How, how does that uh, feel like a precursor to all this to you? Well, I mean, the major league parks, like we, I wanted to see like Bank One Ballpark yeah. or, or Chase Field now, right, yeah. Chase we, Field. Right, right, right. We saw Randy Johnson pitch. We did. We wanted to see the Rockies Park. We wanted to see like some of the newer parks. So that was the attraction for that part of the of that trip back in 2000. But like, 
I don't know, coming out here for minor league games, like I enjoy seeing different parts of the country. I never would have had a reason to go to the Tri-Cities area of Washington State. I thought it was beautiful. So it's not just the ballparks and the teams, but just getting a little bit of the local scenery, the part of the country that you might never ever go to. You might have no reason to go to. You're segueing right into my next question, which is one of the things we start doing at the end of this trip, we start thinking about where are we going in the future? What are some places you'd like to see baseball blues go? I, I would be interested in going to New York. Yeah. Uh, I've never been to a Cyclones game. Yeah. Uh, there's other teams around that area that would be pretty good to see, so I'd be pretty interested in that. Absolutely. All right, I've got some baseball palooza rapid-fire questions for you. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, what's your favorite ballpark that we've been to on any of these trips? All right, this is very hard. I've thought a lot about the about this question over the course of the weekend, and i got to say, this may be recency bias. I loved the, the Durham Bulls. Yeah. I love the Nashville Sound. The Nashville Sound probably was my favorite until the Columbus Clippers. The Columbus Clippers, I think, might just edge it out. Okay. Uh, really like that part. What's your favorite non-baseball experience on any of these trips? Ah, the favorite favorite experience. I guess I, I, I know other people have said this probably, but the duck pin bowling in Columbus yeah. was pretty great. Uh, I also liked going to the the um, Sierra Nevada Brewery. I thought that was a that was a great spot and a great part of the trip. Absolutely, and I really right, enjoyed right that. Right before the Asheville Tourists. That yes, was, uh, that was great. And finally, the last rapid fire baseball palooza question of the trip: oh, What has been your favorite logo of any of the teams that we've seen? Uh, Hillsboro Hops are up there. Yeah. I think I maybe I got to go Clippers again. Oh, that's Clippers. yeah. I, I I love I love both the Copa de la Diversión uh, pattern logo, all that. Yeah. But I also love the conventional one. Yeah. I think it's great. All right, Perlman. We've known each other 30 years now. I'm so Scary. glad we have this uh, this experience. To, yes. To keep that ball rolling. Well, we this is your brainchild, so you know. <laughs> I uh, hats off to you for putting it together. Ladies and gentlemen, Baseball Palooza, we're in the final home stretch. It's been a, an amazing trip. Till next year, Baseball Palooza, we'll see where that ends up being. Signing off. I am back in the studio with my friend Dan Simon, who was a temporary participant in last year's Baseball Palooza when we swung by his studios in Louisville, Kentucky, and Dan joined us for a Louisville Bats game. Dan is here, as he is every single week, with his Studio Simon Stumper. Dan Simon, I'm back from Baseball Palooza. How are you doing? I am fantastic, thank you. I am just off of two successive week beach weekends, uh, the first of which was spent at the Jersey Shore, where I spent many a Saturday um, growing up. And then this past weekend, I was in the the Charleston, South Carolina area. So um, I've just had a I've had a great summer. It's now coming to an end. So let's jump right into our question here. Um, you you obviously named your your baseball trip after the Lollapalooza um, music festival. We're still in uh, legal wranglings over that. There's some debate over which one came first.
Right. But the um, the the word Lollapalooza um, was was not created for that festival. It actually, mm. according to Merriam Webster, the first known use was back in 1896. So it's not a, a new term. Um, by definition, it's depending on where you go for your definition, it, 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 the wording might be slightly different, but it is simply something outstanding of its kind, which um, I am sure your baseball road trips uh, with your friends are always outstanding of its kind. Dan, at one point, uh, we were actually outstanding in the field. <laughs> Literally and figuratively. So, um, yeah, I actually saw a one of your posts on, on Instagram where all of you guys were on the field, I believe, in Hillsborough. Is that correct? In Hillsborough with Barley, their mascot, uh, the Hillsborough Hops mascot, Barley, and also their brand new mascot just unveiled at that game is... Uh, Bacanda, uh, uh, the mascot for their Copa brand, the uh, the Los Soñadores. When I created that identity for them, I wanted, I recommended a name for their their hops character. Uh, they went with Barley. That was their choice. I had suggested Roy Hops, as in <laughs> the natural Roy Hobbs. That would have been uh, great. What a great name. Yep, but that's a missed uh, opportunity. That's really good. But what we're going to do is we're going to talk a little music right now. Okay. And here's the question. Okay. The original Lollapalooza was created in 1991 as a farewell tour for what alt rock band? Was it A, Violent Femmes, B, The Smashing Pumpkins, or C, Jane's Addiction? Now, one of the things I want to mention about those three names is you heard me say violent femmes and not the violent femmes. They're just violent femmes. You heard mm. me say the Smashing Pumpkins and not Smashing Pumpkins, which a lot of people think is the band's name. It's the Smashing Pumpkins. And then Jane's Addiction. Nobody calls them the Jane's Addiction. So uh, no confusion there. So your three choices, violent femmes, the Smashing Pumpkins, or Jane's Addiction. This is like uh, I find myself uh, either mentally or actually verbally correcting people when they say Smokey the Bear, and it's just Smokey Bear. There is no the in Smokey Bear. Correct. That's uh, that's 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 me delaying. That's that's me, you know, kicking this can down the road. Okay, I'm I am going to say that it was the Jane's addiction. You are, I, you are, your, your role continues. You are, uh, you are correct. <laughs> um, the, 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 the music festival, it was, it started as a traveling festival. Um, now it is, for whatever reason, it, it continues to this day and it's in, it's always in Chicago. So it mm. no longer goes from city to city, but it was co-founded by Jane's addiction vocalist, Perry Farrell as a farewell tour for his own band, as well as other bands that were on this uh, tour festival with them. Um, interestingly, or coincidentally, uh, Jane's Addiction ended up reforming in 1997, and then again in 2001, and several times after that, and they're still performing to this day. So it was a brief farewell. It was kind of like the, the Tom Brady retirement tour. So um uh, to borrow from an, an example from another sport, um, 
that that in the inaugural Lollapalooza lineup also included musical acts such as Susie and the Banshees, Nine Inch Nails, Ice-T, and I just wanted to say those names so I can add this last one, Butthole Surfers. So the Butthole um, Surfers. Anyone who had the 100 to 1 odds on Dan Simon using the word butthole on today's <laughs> uh, episode of Studio Simon Stumpers, uh, you, you just cleaned house. <laughs> oh, we've now used that word twice, so it's, it's even uh, more bang for the buck. Um, so here's the, here's our did you know? Oh. Did you know that there's a baseball connection here? Perry Farrell, I just mentioned he he was the he it was and is Jane's Addiction vocalist, um, was once the head of the New York Penn League. Wow. But I full disclosure, not the Jane's Addiction, Perry Farrell. Perry Farrell was the, <laughs> the New York the head of the New York Penn League from, from 1930 to 1937. And speaking of names, uh, Perry Farrell, Farrell is, is not Jane's addiction, Perry Farrell's real name. He was born to Jewish parents and named Peretz Bernstein. So um, I guess he figured maybe not the best name for a, uh, <laughs> a lead vocalist of an alt-rock band and, and went with Perry Farrell in, instead. And, uh, you know, speaking of his Judaism and speaking of using the term Lollapalooza and then baseball palooza, there's all kinds of paloozas. It, oh, yeah. It's used for festivals and other things that are outstanding of its kind. Um, and in 2006, Perry Farrell performed as DJ Peretz, Peretz being his, his given first name, at a concert called Purim Palooza, which which uh, featured a lineup of Jewish musical acts, including one act, musical act named Chutzpah. So um, there you go. The uh, the first time we ever used the the term uh, in our travels was uh, John, who uh, folks heard on this episode in Pasco during the Tri-City Dust Devils game. Uh, John, when he got married out in Oregon, uh, it was in Eugene, we went to a Eugene Emeralds game in their now sadly departed burned down ballpark. Uh, they have a new ballpark since then, of course. We took a road trip where we went up to Seattle and saw a ball game and saw some other games along the way. And uh, we called it, his last name is Langwa. We called it Langwa Palooza. And that was uh, nearly 20 years ago. So it's uh, it's a word we've used with our road trips as well. We've been using it for our road trip, Baseball Palooza, since 2014. And uh, it is a signature event in my summer every single year. Great group of guys. I'm always sad when it's over. I always take heart in immediately jumping into the planning exercises for the the next year. It's a it's a it's a welcome hobby and something that I really enjoy doing with uh, with these guys. You know, talking about it throughout the year and then actually getting to spend four four days with guys who I've known seemingly forever. So it's a it's a great road trip. I would encourage everyone to find a way to do a road trip like this with the people that you love. I I wholeheartedly agree. I, I got to be, as you mentioned earlier in this segment, uh, a brief part of last year's, and even being a brief, being briefly part of it, it was it was so much fun for me. So I, I can imagine four days worth of that is you know four times the fun. Dan, I'm so glad that uh, you were able to jump on and do a studio Simon Stumper. I wanted to make sure that this worked for for this episode because uh, you know it's uh, it's a little bit of a different episode, but you. You found a way to make it work. So I, I appreciate that. And and uh, we will talk again next week. Okay. Looking forward to it. See you later. <laughs> <laughs>